All right, welcome to episode one, Why Real Estate Matters. Let's knock it out. So we're gonna start with the financial benefits. So what are the financial benefits of real estate? Don't financial don't. people. <laughs> talk, it, talk it up, financial people. <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know, there's a bunch of different aspects. The main one for me is like real estate is never a bad investment, but that's both personal and like financially backed up, but Christian Glow. Yeah, I think he's being shown for the last. <laughs> Christian, you say all this stuff because it's a good Yeah, it's, it's been, I mean, we've seen it all. Since yeah. we were kids, you know, it's like, first house your parents bought was like what? Thirty, forty thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. You know, it's like, how much are they worth now? Bingo. Like those same houses. Mm -hmm. yeah. Obviously, maybe your parents are not gonna enjoy all that equity, but you guys may, or maybe your grandkids. I mean, it's just like it's building that wealth that is gonna keep accumulating. You know, maybe one property is is great, but if you keep investing your money in something that keeps potentially going up, you know, and it's a steady. Like we don't see like going up a hundred percent like Bitcoin and then <laughs> dropping four hundred percent and losing all your money. Yeah. Uh, but we see like one, two, three percent, like nationwide. We're lucky enough that we see in Georgia what three point eight to eight yeah. percent, yeah. like steadily. And, and then we saw six to seven or something. Yeah. yeah. And then we saw this crazy market in twenty twenty one that you know actually made a lot of people you know a lot of money. The people mm -hmm. that know how to use debt, they cash out, refinance, buy another house, mm -hmm. and they did the same thing: cash out, refinance, bought another house, yeah. and that's just. You know, it just creates a, an, an income, replaces your current income as well. Maybe your nine to five is not necessary anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you build that uh, safety for your family. Mm -hmm. Obviously, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and then you get to you get to your brand new house, like your first home, and then you probably don't love it, everything in it. Right. And then uh, you just start making those changes, and those changes actually put money. Back we'll put money back into your pocket. Yeah. 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 So uh, I think that's one of the uh, biggest benefits, at least uh, for me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I just encourage everybody to just keep thinking about these benefits long term that nothing happens overnight. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That's the, you know, the road to home ownership is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. You're trying to figure out how to make this work mm -hmm. for your family. Long to benefit time. your grandkids and your Bingo. your great grandkids that you know people that you may never even meet but the decisions you're making now financially could benefit mm -hmm. them years from now so, well, and just simply talking like do you want to pay your mortgage or somebody else's like mm -hmm. you know owning versus renting mm -hmm. it's a it's a whole thing but um but there's also tax benefits too mm -hmm. you know that that's a whole nother conversation but <laughs> yeah. Contact us, yeah. CPA, for yeah. Yeah. Talk yeah. <laughs> this is for educational purposes yeah, only. That's right. yes. But I mean, it's like Christian said, it builds builds family wealth, which is huge. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that. So I buy or my my parents bought a house mm -hmm. back when it was thirty thousand dollars, hypothetically. Yeah. They go to sell it, and they sell it for let's say five hundred thousand yeah. dollars. You know. What's going to happen between that huge growth? Like, what kind of like, what does that look like in terms of taxes? Like, what does like capital gains on it? Like, what kind of what kind of terminology are you going to talk to with a client that comes with you with this kind of situation? Well, if they bought it for thirty thousand, sold it for five hundred, you're probably not looking at the two-year capital gains. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. You're not. 
yeah, you guys have a couple games. Yeah. Couple games is typically your conversation yeah. with an investor yeah. um, or somebody who's owned something. And there's, Bingo. there's Bingo. a bunch of stuff around that, you know, different scenarios, everything. So that's where you, I mean, we know the basics and we can talk around the basics, but that's where you have to get in specifics with a CPA. Yeah. Um, you don't really know what your, mm -hmm. your benefits are specific to your scenario. Mm -hmm. Bingo. Um, but that's also why in Georgia, yeah, you could be listening anywhere, but we are in Georgia. Um, <laughs> we are a attorney state when it comes to real estate. Mm -hmm. We're not a title state. So um, we benefit a lot from having that legal direction that we can oh, yeah. lean to. into Bingo. Definitely. Um, and yeah. defer to when we have questions. They're there to help throughout the whole process when it comes to real estate transactions. But even in situations like this, I know that our closing attorneys here are always very much talk to your CPA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want legal. the legal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I think it's super important, you know, to talk to your attorney as well. Because, yeah. you know, the people that have been doing this for a while, they have like five, ten houses maybe, mm -hmm. and then if they want to pass this uh, wealth to their future generations, I think an attorney will be able to direct them in the right way to protect those assets, you right. know? Mm -hmm. Because rentals, obviously, they have a risk too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because you want to take everything into consideration, mm -hmm. figure yeah. out what's going to be best for your your family long term. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I think ultimately, at the end of the day, we want to make sure that we're talking about the no contingency side of this, so that we're going to mm -hmm. talk about everything. But we also want to look at it from a perspective of, we all kind of agreed talking about starting this that nobody around our age group in our stage of life is really talking about what home ownership looks like for our generation mm -hmm. and what generational wealth is going to look like for our generation mm -hmm. because i think we can all agree that it is very difficult to deal with other generations sharing their opinions on how oh. to become wealthy yeah, because it is not the same for us. No. It's just not. Yeah. So, you know, when we're talking about tons of student loan debt, which mm -hmm. is not something that other generations have had to deal with. Or, they pay them off on TikTok. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you know, you have all these talking heads and people sharing opinions <laughs> and all these things with you, but at the end of the day, you don't really have not that we've come across anybody sharing mm -hmm. straight up like it's gonna suck and yeah. you might have to like live off ramen mm -hmm. like you did in college yeah. Yeah. but short-term losses for long-term gains is what we're trying to go for here um and we want to encourage you to do that mm -hmm. in any way we can cool well i love that so let's get into some of those freedoms of home ownership. So like what kind of freedoms are we looking at in terms of like home ownership versus being in a rental property? I mean, the pretty side of things, you get to paint things, <laughs> de decorate things the way that you want to. And you don't have to ask people if you can hang something on the wall or worry about, yeah, you can, yeah, can have <laughs> animals, you know, just all the different things to make it your home and not feel like you're living in someone else's space um but you know the freedom aspect too is like there's some type of you know pride and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just i'm proud of myself for what i did and yeah, bingo. um you know and even if it is that starter home like what you were talking about that you might not love it might not be everything you wanted it to be especially in this this economic place where we are right now um you might have have to have settled for something a lot smaller and maybe your kids have to share a room or you know whatever it's it might not be perfect but 
it's probably better than living in someone else's house oh, right. and paying their mortgage, not your yeah. own. Mm -hmm. And asking for permission for everything. Mm -hmm. For everything. Right. Yeah, and then or have to put to it back. In to fix something. Or... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, the and AC went the... out, yeah. and I have to wait two weeks, mm -hmm. you know, to hear an answer uh, because the landlord is not picking up. Right. You know. Or, you know, every state's different, but, you know, landlord rules are different everywhere. Mm -hmm. But what I come across a lot is a landlord's emergency is not your emergency. So, mm -hmm. you know, if your heat goes out in the winter, it's not that, you know, mm -hmm. yep. that is kind of more of an emergency. And Bingo. I say that with the... Air quotes. Yeah. Air quotes. Joey. Yeah. They're going to get to it when they get to it, but it might be a little faster. But when you turn around and talk about air in the summer... That is not an emergency. Mm -hmm. And so if your air goes out in, you know, 100 degree weather in Georgia in July, it could be two weeks before mm -hmm. somebody comes out to mm -hmm. fix that yeah. versus, I mean, yeah, you've got to cash up the money with your mm -hmm. cash up. What am I saying? <laughs> Thank you. Money up. You're responsible for paying the bill when it is your house. Yeah. But you can make get a decision faster. There. Yeah. Now. Absolutely. Take care of your family. You know. Mm -hmm. And then if you're lucky enough to have some, you know, some land, you can sing Taylor Swift songs. You know. Make it. <laughs> I mean, who's gonna complain? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, have free, you have your own space, your own your yeah, own. Yeah, exactly. Saying whatever you want. Yeah. Good for you. I love that. That's awesome. Fully support. T Swift. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And we're also looking for sponsors. So Taylor. Yeah. Taylor. 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 Um, I know for us personally, whenever we were looking into buying a home, it was more of like we no longer wanted to pay rent. And we wanted to go into, we wanted to own something. And so it's like the mentality that my wife and I had was we're looking for something period. So like we just bought the first house that was in our, our, in our price range. And so for us, it was just a different dynamic of, we no longer want to be renting. We wanted to have a home. And so there's also that aspect of, I just want to find whatever's possible. So like mm -hmm. kind of going to that starter home, you know, it was two story town home and that's where we still are today. It's it's not perfect. It's not you know uh, our, our HOA is ridiculous, but anyways, um, just little things like that is like stuff you kind of have to look at. Like what am I going to put up with now to have a longer term benefit? So. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, it gets you started for anything. Anything. Yeah, your dream home is next. You know. Bingo. And then what is going to make that possible? Mm -hmm. You're the started home. Bingo. Because you're on the right side of ownership. Mm -hmm. You know. Right. Mm -hmm. You're building that wealth, and then you just cash all your equity. Don't sell your house. Just you rent don't. it. You know. <laughs> rent it so so high. Just use that as part of the income on your application. You know. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so then get your get your forever house. You know. Mm -hmm. However you liked it. However you really dreamed this to be. Right. So yeah, the same story for me. You know, I, I moved from New York. New York, you know, <laughs> you you pay a little bit for rent and just then, a little. yeah, just a little bit. I think a tundra is bigger than my apartment yeah. <laughs> in New York. Yeah, and then at that point, I mean, this is 2008 to 2014. So I was lucky enough that I, you know, I was working uh, plenty of jobs where I was able to pay my rent on my own. Didn't have any roommates or anything like that. But I was never in the place, so I didn't care of paying like a, a you know a pretty penny for a really small spot. And then I moved to Georgia, and I was like, oh my gosh, they have a pool, I have a doorbell in New York. Yeah, they have a gym. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then we live in Atlanta for 13 months. I think our payment was like 1,300 dollars a month mm -hmm. uh, for rent. 
And then we found a house in Newton that was like four times bigger mm -hmm. and the mortgage was less. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if we hadn't made a decision uh, back then, we wouldn't be living where we are right now mm -hmm. because we sold it for double what we yeah, got right. it. Mm -hmm. Only just a few years later. Right. I mean, that, that helped a lot. And the payment is similar, right. <laughs> to be right. honest. Yeah, it's That's almost the same stuff. Yeah. I mean, even from here, like I said, I mean, I'm from Missouri originally, but I think Scott and I have owned, my husband have owned Dear God, five, six homes, wow. and we've never lost money. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. and we've, I mean, uh, the only one we ever did anything to was our first house, and that was back in Illinois where we opened up and redid the flooring, or opened up the kitchen and the dining area and redid the flooring. But I mean, we've literally never lost money. So, I mean, when I say real estate's never a bad investment, like, I truly. Right. Everybody needs a house to live. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be somebody that wants to buy it. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Next. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Next. So let's get into a little bit of like the family dynamics of owning mm -hmm. a home. Like what is it like earlier we were talking about like, you know, I own a home. It's like the pride factor of it. But like, what do you think it could mean in terms of like your family dynamics of being in your own personal home? Yeah. I mean, ultimately from a parent perspective, you're teaching mm -hmm. your kids, you know, stability and what's, mm -hmm. what that can impact them in the future for because you're able to take the equity, invest that back into your kids and your family. But it's the most important lesson I feel like is just sharing very openly about how to make this work in your best benefit. Because a lot of people are just like, oh, well I put the house in my name and you know, that's gonna be great, but then what, what I'm dealing with a lot in my business is <clears throat> um, people that I went to high school with or something that their parents have now passed away and now they're having to deal with probate and deal with their house and all this other thing because nobody talks about how to really do this the right way yeah. that's going to you know, make it so that it benefits the family and it doesn't become a liability mm -hmm. for the people who get left behind. Yeah. Um, because it's way more than just willing your home mm -hmm. or your assets oh, yeah. to someone else. Mm -hmm. um, and nobody talks about this and I don't understand why. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's very frustrating and it can, be, it can become a financial liability for mm -hmm. people who are left behind if it, if it doesn't get taken care of correctly. So, um, you know, eventually we'll be talking about like what setting up a trust looks like and why that's important for you or why mm -hmm. you should maybe have that conversation with your parents. No. Like, yeah. and you know what that, because ultimately if you know, you have a good relationship, we're not going to get into like trauma relationships right now with your parents, but if you have a good relationship with your parents that, you know, if they're going to leave the house and their stuff to you, you want to make sure that it's going to financially benefit you and not become a, huge a liability burden. to yeah. you. Um, and nobody's talking about that. Mm -hmm. No, but also that's, you know, again, with the no contingencies, we're going to not shy away from things that are not exactly. fun to talk about. We so don't like, back. right. Mm -mm. So, you know, we're going to talk about all the things. And for us, it was more along the lines of teaching our daughter, like, 
hey, you've got to help keep this place up mm -hmm. because eventually, like, yeah. you know, like if you're not vacuuming your room, your, your carpet's going to yeah. get messed yeah. up and then we've got to replace mm -hmm. it, which means that we can't do X because we're going to have to spend money mm -hmm. here. Right. So it's just, you know, she's got a chore, like a chore chart that she goes through and works on, like yeah. making sure we're taking care of the house, doing this every week, mm -hmm. right. cleaning the bathrooms, like there's little things that you don't think of when you're in that situation of like renting because mm -hmm. you're like, well, the outside's a, a complete mess. Let me, let me call somebody yeah. like, right. Mm -hmm. no, I've got to take care of it myself. Right. And so mm -hmm. uh, yeah. that's our favorite part of being in the home is helping to take care of the home. So eventually it takes care of us. Right. Yes. Well, speaking from the kids, I mean, like us, like everybody said, we're all parents here, but I mean, even on the kids perspective in this neighborhood area slash part of Georgia, like a lot of families stay in the house for, Ever. years for at least <laughs> for their kids to go to school and yeah. so you know from a family perspective your kids can play with the other neighborhood kids you know mm -hmm. you don't have one rental house moving out to another moving in you know and nobody ever knows what's going on um so i think that's important too i mean coming from a, a childhood where i had to move a lot it was always hard so i mean i want my kids to be in one area growing up to be familiar with their surroundings yeah because personally that's, what, schools that's and what we did yeah we, we moved and then once it was time for our oldest to start kindergarten we wanted to be mm -hmm. where we're going to be and right. we didn't want to have to worry about moving mm -hmm. i also yeah. moved so i'm originally from here i've lived in fayette and coweta counties my entire life but just growing up going through k through 12 i went to seven different yeah. schools wow. in the same county mm -hmm. so you know we bounced around and moved all over the place and it was constantly trying mm -hmm. to figure out new friends meet new people yeah. you know yeah, and our, you know are there life lessons in that short but to have that stability for my kids so that like they mm -hmm. know the neighbors they know our area yeah. i don't feel the anxiety as a parent to mm -hmm. be like sure go ride your bike because yeah. it is not the same like you know when my kids are like oh can i go on yeah because we have golf carts here we'll yeah. talk about that later but like you know can i go for a golf cart right? can i go on the golf cart pass can i go do that and you know that is an anxiety-filled question mm -hmm. for me. And if I was new to the area or whatever, I'd I'd feel some kind of way. But we've been here. Like my, mm -hmm. you know, my oldest is in sixth grade now. So like he is probably more familiar with the area than I am because <laughs> he's like you know out exploring and doing yep. all the things. So just to feel comfortable in the area. Mm -hmm. But we 100% made that same choice yeah. that what you're talking about. We wanted to be here for kindergarten and we have no plans of leaving until they graduate. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, last topic that we're going to cover here, like what's the overall community impact of real estate? Like what does that look like in terms of what it does for a county? Money, 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 money. <laughs> yeah. Is there any other topic yeah. that yeah. we're talking about? Yeah. But yeah, that, that's the biggest impact. Mm -hmm. You got tax money, you've got people Cash spending money. money. <laughs> 992,000. By the way, we're also looking for sponsors. <laughs> if any area is interested. Is that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Is he from Atlanta? Yeah, he might be. Yeah, he lives just down the road. <laughs> hey, Luda. There you go. So. But that that pretty much wraps up this one. Um, thank you so much for tuning in, listening to all our craziness about right. why real estate's important. But yeah, we'll have more topics later, like what Peyton and everybody was talking about with going into some deeper dives. So stay tuned for more. See ya. Bye. See you later, baby. <laughs>
Adios, señorita. Adios.